and welcome to Turn Left at the Cactus, where guests are invited to talk about what they love about the San Felipe area and what they think deserves to be better known about Baja, Mexico. My name is Cal, and I'll be your host. We typically think of San Felipe as home to Mexican nationals, foreign snowbirds, and expatriates, with an occasional influx of vacationers from Mexicali and off-road racing enthusiasts. What is often not thought of are the younger generation of foreign expats who have chosen to emigrate here. Our next guest is among that group of folks. Rachel Fraser, at 44, has chosen to live and work in Mexico for over a decade. She holds a degree in electrical engineering and used to own several wholesale nail salon supply stores in the U.S. and Mexico before joining the San Felipe Brewing Company staff. A lot of that time was spent raising several kids as a single mom. In this episode, I am joined by Tricia Sykes, and together we caught up with Rachel on one of her breaks at the brewery. She shared with us a little about what brought her to Mexico, why she has chosen to stay, and what she feels are things deserving of more study and attention in our area. Join us now for some excerpts of that conversation. Well, I was born in Portland, Oregon, mm -hmm. and then when I was seven, we moved to California, the Central Valley. Oh. So, so you grew up going to school Sorry. in California? Yes, mm -hmm. I know. But it's okay, because I grew up in like a farm community. It was actually so it was Houston, California. There's no tea in there. Not at all. And there was maybe when I lived there, I don't know, I'm going to go out on a limb and say 3,000 people. Uh-huh. Yes. yes, it was gigantic. I think my graduating class was definitely under 100. So, so it wasn't too bad. I didn't have to experience like, you know, like Modesto and the whole mines. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rather be smaller uh -huh. in a smaller town. Yep. Yeah. 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 I didn't have to deal with all like California stuff. When you graduated from, from high school, where'd you wind up going? I went to, at 18, I went to Guadalajara. And I lived out there for three years. No, I always Why? told my mom that I wanted to go to New York or LA. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why. I always thought that like I wanted to leave the little cow patty town mm -hmm. and move to like some crazy nonsense like LA or New York and so I sat my mom was out in the patio I said mom come here I want to talk to you she says yeah I said I think I'm gonna go to Guadalajara and she says you said New York or LA you never said Mexico <laughs> I was like well you know <laughs> the airlines are cheaper going that way <laughs> yeah and I stayed out there for three years and how old were you then 21 when I came home no, did you, you? Oh, 18, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you already speak Spanish when you went no, to No, I did not. And I wasn't actually physically in Guadalajara. I was in a town called Zapotlanejo, which is 15 minutes outside of Guadalajara. So there was not any Americans there at all. So I had to, you know, speak it or speak to my ex-husband only. And that was 
not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have rather have stayed silent. <laughs> so and you know me, I can't stay silent no. for very long. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked up the language in six months. In six months? In six, yes. But I mean, not like I know today, of course, no. So how many years have you actually spent in Latin America? In Latin America, about twelve. Okay, so mm -hmm. that's that explains why your accent and the fact. But that I've been speaking it, since eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But now writing was different. I was completely illiterate. Yeah. Yeah. That happened in like the last six years, and I read texts that I sent like that long ago in Spanish, and I don't even know what the fuck I was trying to say. <laughs> I'm like, no wonder why my friends were like, okay, yeah, see you later. <laughs> they don't even respond. I'm like, oh, that's fuck. <laughs> yeah, in their defense, I have no idea. Yeah. I'm convinced that Google Translate likes to mess with people. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. I know. You're yes. like, I love you, and it translates like, it. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're broke up and don't know why. <laughs> but I was using Google Translate. <laughs> When did you um, decide to come to San Felipe, and why did you decide to come to San Felipe? I'm a mama's girl. We really so, want to hit the soft side. I know, don't give me those eyes. I know. <laughs> That's precious. I was too. So I've never lived far, uh, other than Guadalajara, and yes, I had tons of my moments of sleeping and crying and doing whatnot and crying because I miss my mom. And so when they came to me and said they were going to retire in San Felipe, I was like, okay, so that equates to 12 hours away, and I'm not going to do that because she lived around the corner from me. So they came and stayed at the house uh, so after they, were, they had sold okay. theirs. So they were already living in Mexico? No, they actually, they had bought the house in, in Campo Perla, and um, they were making their plans to retire. And so my mom retired, oh God, I think like a year before my dad, and then my dad retired. And then like six months after that, they decided to become full-timers down here. Mm -hmm. And they sold everything, got rid of everything, and we had a fifth wheel that then I purchased from them. And they stayed in that for two months at my house before they got everything situated and moved down here and made like the random, you know, those trips. Right. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I just decided, I had two stores at the time, and one of them was in a town that it wasn't doing very good, so I decided to let that one go and move it to Mexico. And I kept the Modesto store open, and I opened one in Mexicali, and then we just, the day the kids got out of school in June, um, packed up everything, and we came down to Mexico. What kind of stores were you? Uh, nail supplies. Okay. Yeah. So we sold acrylics and glitters and all that good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So then that's, then you wound up in San Felipe? Then I wound, well, I wound up in Mexicali for two years. Right. And then we'd just come here and do vacations, had the lot in Camp Alcatiles for just vacation or whatever from Mexicali. And then, you know, life took a change, got a divorce, and... I moved over here with Mama. Cool. Yeah. All right. So and you're with that's Mama. Uh-huh. You, you were just right around the corner. Uh, actually, they lived up on, so I had the beach lot, and then they had the lot behind, and then the next lot, we had three lots in a row. How long ago was this? Uh, let's see, Elijah was going into sixth grade, and now he's out of high school, so seven years ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> Quite a while. The kids were here. Yeah, they went to school in Mexicali and, and then went here. To in Mexicali. Yeah. How did that work out? Pretty good. Um, the only thing is, you know, just like the teachers in the States, they give up and get tired and they just give grades to pass them so they don't have to deal with the, you know, failing them and dealing with it all over again, the same failure they couldn't fix the first time around. So you were living in Mexicali uh -huh. when this was all going on? Yes. So rather than live down here, you decided to go up there for the kids? or it, For the store. For the yes, store. Yeah, because I, uh -huh. right. I had to work the store. Okay, I didn't so this know. this is prior to you coming down uh, Well, first couple of months when we moved down here, we didn't have the house. We came down here sight, well, not sight unseen, but we didn't go house hunting. We didn't do any of that. The kids were out of school for three months. So we came down here. We moved to, to the trailer we stayed there while we went and did trips back and forth to Mexicali to figure out the house and all that and then after you know a couple of steps we got the store I had to do the whole double nationality for my ex and all that so we can legally have the store mm -hmm. yeah complicated. very complicated yeah how long have you actually been in something uh, without going to the United States Oh, without go I haven't left Mexico in four years. Really? Yes. San Felipe I've been in for four years, but the thing is I and I, I was here for a year and a half and then well it's been I guess about three and a half years now, but I was here for a year and a half and then I moved inland Mexico again. Uh-huh. You've been in Mexico for a total of twelve years. So now why haven't you gone back? You just have no desire? Like no. No, I don't like it either. I don't have any desire at all. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, it's just, I, do. I don't. Talk, talk to us a little bit yeah. about that. Because it's good to hear. There's a lot of, of listeners that, that don't understand in, in the United States and they don't understand why okay we down here. right well for me more than you know more than you guys because uh, I'm younger and I have a family still for my reasons first and foremost is family I don't have I have family I have three children so for me the aspect especially now as a single mom to be able to raise my kids somewhere where I can still have free time, if I want to take them out and do something, I can afford to do it. See, that's the thing. I can take, I can afford to take yep. them out for pizza um, without it costing me a hundred bucks just to leave the yes. house. Yes. I mean, yes. if they want Friday night pizza and movie at home, I mean, a yeah, quick 10, 15 bucks, you've got it. it. Throw another five in, and, and mom's got a 12 kids. pack. <laughs> happy mom, happy kids. And we can still get up the next morning and go out for pancakes and not even come close to spending 100 bucks. And if I have to take time off to, you know, take care of a sick one or an emotional one, whatever the case may be, I can afford to because, I mean, I don't have the $2,000 electricity bills or, exactly. you know, gas exactly. for the house coming in at 500 bucks a month. Or mm -hmm. I don't, the bills don't equal that right. here. And then the second factor is just normalcy. You know, it seems like, I'm going to speak for California because it's where I'm from, um, and mainly the problem of the United States, I guess, at this point. But um, in California, people have seemed to think that they're a lot more than what they are. They forget that we're all flesh, we're all blood, we're all the same. I don't care if you came from 
a silver spoon in your mouth or begging for that silver spoon to be in your mouth. It doesn't matter, we're all the same. And for some reason here, especially in San Felipe, because they're a little bit more sheltered than the rest of, the, of Mexico inland, they're just still normal. They still, you know, you have to run to the store for tortillas and your moo-moo and your hair and curlers. That's right. They don't look at you sideways and go, oh right. God, what is wrong with you? Yep. You know, oh, she's in a hurry, you know. <laughs> Hi, Rachel, how are you? You know, they, still, they don't ask what's wrong in your life and why you look like that. It's just they understand that, you know what, this woman works. She has children and she needs to get home and make some tacos before she goes to work. That's right. <laughs> Let's not keep her hold up very long. She's got to finish getting dressed. And, and the, all, all that, the people just seem, yep. the ones that have come here and are here have seemed to all have this, not the same mentality, but I guess maybe the same goal to relax and try not to deal with. And I mean, what more do you want? You've got the sea. Exactly. And you've got yep. mountains. Yep. If you want to go drink some beer in the mountains with some rattlesnakes or look for a shallow grave, there it is. <laughs> If you want to go find a ponga with no return ride or fish or <laughs> no <swim>. return ride, <laughs> it's all right there. Uh -huh. You know, yeah. I like to say we are a miniature Cancun. I think so. But like a, for resort type, we get like those huge crashes of people, and then they and go bye-bye. Thank God. It's Cancunish, no? I mean, not as many Europeans, but there's no Margaritaville though. Can, can well, <laughs> or Senior Frog. Yeah. Well, how about if you put Margaritaville on your house, you can be Senior Frogs, and I'll be Coco Bongo. Oh, okay. We could swing from the rafters, and then we've got a miniature Cancun. If that's all you're missing. You don't live in San Felipe, right? No, no. We live in Gringolandia. Okay. Mm -hmm. In Gringolandia. That's what I call this area of San Felipe. Gringolandia. Yeah, I think that okay. that Gringolandia. that crocodile sign needs to be changed. Yes, crocodile. No, to Gringolandia. I think so. Let's get some spray paint. Yeah. Wow. We got Gringolandia, San Felipe, and South Campos. You know. San Felipe. So where Gringo you live in the Hito? There's mm -hmm. mo uh huh. There's mostly gringos. There is a fair share of both. Really? Yeah. That's a good mix. Yeah, well, it's nice. Fair, and I I almost want to say that they're pushing probably about a 60-40, like 60% gringo. I'm and the Hito, well, mine was because first of all, I was getting accused for having parties that I wasn't having, so. Oh, in Ocotillo? In camp, no, in Pete's camp. You were living in Pete's camp. <laughs> yes, so, okay, let's back the phone up. Yes, let's do. So, okay, my parents had the house in Camp Ocotillo's. Her threat to me not going inland Mexico was I'm gonna sell the beach lawn. But I said I'm a mama's girl. I really love my mom, but to live in front of my mom all the time is not conducive to, to one's lifestyle. Yes. So when I moved back to San Felipe from inland Mexico, um, we purchased a lot in uh, Pete's camp. Actually, Jerry Hooper helped me get that lot. So um, 
I lived there for almost two years. And we were about to expand the house and we decided not to, to look for something else. And unknown to my mom, I was making it really difficult because I really was set on having to have significant space and everything for them. So I was secretly looking for something with two houses and being a mama's girl, you know, if I put my foot down and cry a lot, then I usually get what I want. <laughs> So I did, and, and I threw a fit, and I was like, I don't care about the other house. We need this one. And my mom's like, why do you have to have this house? I'm like, look, Mom, it's got two houses. Have you not put two and two together? Uh -huh. Like, there's one here for you guys, two bedroom, one bath, perfect space, lots of room to move around. It's, got, it's even got a wheelchair ramp if it happens to go there someday. That was one of the reasons. The second was you hear real life out there. Sometimes, you know... Being in a campo, the silence gets to you. You start to hear a little humming in your ear because you hear nothing else. I'm like, I want to hear, I don't know, a husband and wife fight. I want to hear a child crying. I want to hear the tortilla guy offer me tortillas. I, he drives by and I want to hear him tell me how hot they are, so I want to go out and buy them. I want to hear the bread guy go by. You know, if you got to see a bum walk by every now and again with no shoes on, I'm cool with that. It's fine. But other than that, I mean, a campo just, I don't know. It doesn't work for you. No. What's the best part of your job? You sure? The best part of my job, the customers. Oh? Uh, yeah. What are the things you love about yeah. San Felipe? Okay. What do I love about San Felipe? I love that anything goes. Literally, the number realness. One. That's the number one. Well, no, the number one was the family factor. Oh. The family benefits are still intact. Um, like for instance, the, uh, on Monday, Isabella was having an issue and wanted to see me because the whole, you know, Thursday we had to work, the hurricane hit, Friday we had no electricity, and at Brian's mom's house they had electricity and internet. So I'm not gonna bring her to a house that I don't know when it's gonna come back right, on. Right, right, right. So I kept her there, thinking she'd be happier. Uh, came on Saturday evening-ish, Sunday or Saturday night, we got the message after the internet came back on, me and Brian had to come to work Sunday morning, so took, and I was supposed to have Sunday off. Mm -hmm. So it took the plans away from going to get her. Ended up staying all, we had to work, and then we had the bonfire and got a little shmammered, so I wasn't gonna go get the little one. And we were about to do it on Monday, so she pulls up, and uh, Brian's mom with Isabella, because she says she wants to give me a hug. Mm. Hug turned into a screaming fit, didn't want to uh -oh. leave my side. Oh. So, oh, okay, that, yes, so three-year-old. So I'm like, okay, you know what, that's fine. I'll take her inside. If I was in the States, that would never happen, and much less in a brewery. Mm -hmm. Set her off right, to the side, right, gave her all right. the dominoes and cards and, and whatever. And she was with you. And she was with me. Yeah. She was, as long as she was in the same area, she was content. And you could relate to that. Yes. Exactly. And the bosses were understanding, sent a message out, hey, you know what, Isabel's having a moment. She's not going with the sitter. She's got to be here. Okay, that's fine. Just, you know, make sure yeah, that's she's a set up and happy. US. And that yep. would never that's happen. Really mad yeah. And then my second part would be the, with the, the people. And the fact that we have no fast food. Family, ma family matters and, uh -huh. and no fast food. No fast food. That is actually, I love that. The, the 
fast food, the processed fast food, it's too easy. You could say you're not going to do it until the cows come home, and then guess what? You're crushed for time. You want to go home. You want to relax. And a burger from the drive-thru at McDonald's is just so much faster than popping out all the dishes to get it done. And it just makes it easy. Here, it's not possible. If you want to go out, guess what? You can go for tacos, but somebody's still cooking them. That meat still you came from wait. the grocery store. Yeah, it wasn't frozen. Wait. It wasn't processed. Yep. There's no yep. Yep. any of that stuff. You should be better known about this area. Should be better known about San Felipe. Yeah, right. the people, people just don't appreciate, don't care about, don't, you know. Just don't know. Really, or don't know. Yeah, they just don't know. I will actually say that amazingly enough, a lot of times I hear people come through here and they don't know about the Baja races. Uh, which is really, yeah. yeah, that really? is literally my comment. Wow. And they don't know how, how, Fun, packed, and just amazing um, spring break. Semana Santa mm -hmm. is here. Mm -hmm. They don't understand when that. When is that. Semana Santa? What month is that? Because a lot of our mm -hmm. listeners have no Is it March? Depends. April. When Easter when, is. Yeah. When Easter is. It's uh -huh. usually April. Usually April. It's a week. Um, others are some of the gems like Mike Sky Ranch. Oh. The waterfalls yes. way out. Um, Which waterfalls? The little or the I've never been out there. Oh. I know. Oh, come I am on, not Ranger. kidding. Yes, no. Oh. I have not. These things I'm saying to you, but Mike Sky Ranch, I've never been to, but I've heard about it. Me either. I've never been to the waterfalls, Wanna but go. I've heard about them. Yeah. And waterfalls that's are saying, amazing. Yeah. They're worth it. Um, yeah. Gosh, what else? Especially this year after this. Oh, oh that's yeah. a good idea. Oh uh huh. Uh, go. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine the easy. blooms that are going to pop up oh, everywhere yeah, after yeah. this and rain? All the, all oh, the oh, oh yeah. God. I love when the the ockatiels get all green. They oh, look they already so, are. Two days, two I know. The they're so beautiful. They're so ugly dry, but they're so beautiful green. Oh no, number one was the races. And then it was Semana Santa. And then it was Mike Sky Ranch. And the waterfalls. I think that everybody needs to understand the history of, of why this is even here. Okay. I mean, the fault. The fault? The fault. San Andreas Fault runs right through the Sea of Cortez. Isn't that amazing story? And none of this even would have been would be here if it wasn't for the Colorado. That's right. That's Coming right. down, the salt right. on sea would never exist. Have they started nope. draining that already to find this? I don't think that's an okay plan, but whatever. I think that's really messing with, 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 yeah, the environment. They don't need to do that. What's done is done is done. And the things that, there's a lot of sea life out there that are here because of how it was made, the fault. That's right. Everything. And, and a lot of people don't understand that don't know that they don't even think about that part of history mm -hmm. um the other one too that is a, probably a little deep is why we have so many chinese culture around here a lot of people don't understand don't know that either they think it's just a fluke and a boat ended up here no that's not what happened there was a whole huge cotton field in between mexicali and sam felipe I think they need to know about the San Felipe Brewery is what I really think Absolutely. they need to know. Let's get an amen to the San Felipe Brewery, guys. We've got 31 taps all brewed within our tiny little walls. Yes. That's a lot. 31. Yes. 
Yes. Yep, we got 20 beers, three seltzers, a ginger beer, a hibiscus, which is like a mica water, hard a hard root beer. We've got our own sparkling wine, our own sangria. Those are all on tap. Right. Yeah. And that doesn't even begin to talk about your Michelada. Oh yes. Those are amazing. I got a secret I got secret sauce. They are so good. Oh yeah, Purdy. Can I taste that? Layers. Most definitely can. Okay, so what happened to who made the, the other one? Julian. Oh, that's way better. So you made that yourself? Yeah. It's ginger beer, black cherry, and Cortez blue seltzers. Which part is the alcohol part? All three. Oh! <laughs> the most difficult part about living in San Felipe, that's hard. Why? Because I don't find it hard. To live here at all. No, I think, I think the most frustrating parts is, and I'm not this type of person, but is when you have to look for something specific. Like, I don't know. Are you talking? Yeah, like if you, or or you, a specific clothing, article of clothing, you mm -hmm. know, you really yeah. need a white tank top or I don't right, know, something, right. a, a white pair of heels or boots or whatever, and you, you've got to go out into, I don't know, sometimes you got to get dolled up to go to Jolly Moms or Rockadine. <laughs> Thanks, Rachel, for sharing some of your views about San Felipe and why you've chosen to live here. It was a lot of fun. To all our listeners, if you enjoy a good microbrew and are looking for a pub-like venue with a great view of the sea and staff who make you feel relaxed and very welcomed, take a moment to stop off at the San Felipe Brewing Company on Highway 5 at mile marker 182. Oh, and P.S. There's a great food trailer on the premises where Monica and Miguel will be more than happy to serve up some excellent Mexican food. All of this while listening to some fun local bands. Until next time, don't forget to turn left at the cactus. One last note before we sign off. This was a totally unsolicited plug of the San Felipe Brewing Company. Neither Trisha nor I received any compensation for this podcast. Not even a free beer. We just happen to enjoy everything that the San Felipe Brewing Company offers, from the location, to the product, to the wonderful staff. Thanks, everybody. Bye.